The Supreme Court opens its new term next month on the traditional first Monday of October. One of the most hotly contested cases involves a same-sex Colorado couple turned away five years ago when they asked a local bakery about making them a wedding cake. The bakery's owner, Jack Phillips, objects to gay marriage on religious grounds, and he says it would violate his free speech rights if he were forced to create a cake for a same-sex wedding. To David Mullins and Charlie Craig, that's discrimination. The now-married couple filed a complaint under Colorado's anti-discrimination law and won an order from the state's Civil Rights Commission requiring Phillips to either sell wedding cakes to gay couples or stop selling them altogether. It's a clash among some of the country's most treasured rights, and we're going to talk it through with Eric Siegel, professor at Georgia State University College of Law. Eric, thanks for joining us. Uh, let's start with the world from Jack Phillips's perspective. Putting aside whether he's right or wrong, what's his strongest argument that his constitutional rights are being violated? Well, I think he has two. His he has two equal arguments, I think. One is that he shouldn't be forced to perform an act that violates his religious conscience, and that would be supporting a same-sex marriage. And second, or maybe first, or tied for first, would be the state of Colorado is not allowed, is not allowed under the First Amendment to compel him to express something he doesn't want to compel. He doesn't want to express. So he does not want to say, I'm in favor of same-sex marriage, and Colorado is, in effect, making him say that by requiring him to sell this cake. And as far as the argument of Colorado, explain that. Well, I think that's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an argument that states have used for a long time. Colorado does not want businesses who are open to the public and who make uh, a profit or trying to make a profit to discriminate on the basis of race or religion or national origin or gender or sexual orientation when they are selling their products. He has opened a bake shop. He is selling his wedding cakes to all. And certainly if an interracial couple came and he said, I don't believe in interracial marriage, so I'm not going to sell my cake to you, um, Colorado would be well within its rights to say you have no choice but to sell your cake to an interracial couple, and they're making the same argument as to sexual orientation. Eric, does that last point you just made mean that if the Supreme Court agrees with Phillips, they're going to have to give us some sort of explanation as to why sexual orientation discrimination is treated differently under the law from racial discrimination? Well, the Trump administration filed a brief basically suggesting the case should be decided along those lines. I don't think the court is, is going to do that. If the um, bake shop owner is going to win, I don't think he should. But if he's going to win, it'll, I think, be on the compelled expression grounds that the First Amendment prohibits state and federal governments from making us say things we don't want to say, which leads to what I think is the absolute most difficult and big issue in the case. Are wedding cakes expressive? So the best way I think to explain that is if you own a car dealership and you are, you know, and you're selling cars, you're not expressing anything. You're selling cars. On the other hand, if you are a wedding singer who sings songs at weddings, I think you are expressing something under the First Amendment. Where does a wedding cake fit into that um, spectrum? And I, I think it's a hard issue 
but I think I know what the answer is. And, and I think the answer should be a plain vanilla chocolate wedding cake doesn't express anything. A wedding cake with the message same-sex marriage is wonderful, or even a symbol like the rainbow, which expresses gay rights, that is expressive. And I think this case is going to turn on that question in this case. Eric, one of Phillips' arguments, which seems to me to be strong, is he says that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission let other bakeries refuse to put anti-homosexual wording on cakes, and he's refused to make cakes for a long time with offensive or vulgar messages, and he won't make items celebrating Halloween or bachelor parties. Does that help him? No, I think he's mischaracterizing the record and distorting what Colorado has done. Colorado allowed three other bakers to refuse to put anti-same-sex marriage weddings on their cakes, not because of anything having to do with same-sex marriage or not. Colorado's official position in this litigation and how they implement their law is that any vendor of anything is allowed to refuse to put a message on what they're selling has nothing to do with religion, has nothing to do with what the message says. So someone went to a baker and said, I want you to put this message on a cake, and the baker said, no, I'm not going to endorse that message. The issue in our case is that the facts never went that far. The same-sex couple walked into the store, and this is undisputed, and Jack Phillips very politely, um, very politely said, I'm sorry, I can't make a cake for you. And they didn't have a discussion as to what that cake would be. My view of the First Amendment is that if the couple said, I want you to put a rainbow on the cake, and we know what a rainbow means in this context, he would have been within his rights to say no, and the First Amendment gives him that shield. But if they asked for a plain vanilla cake, you know, with a, then I think he can't say no. Colorado agrees that you can't make people put messages on their products they don't want to put on their projects. So it's not anything to a same-sex marriage. It's a distinction between messages and non-messages. Eric, only about 20 seconds left, but is this going to be sure. one of these cases that, that uh, is all about Anthony Kennedy? Yes. They, yes. And, that, and you can repeat that sentence for the next year or until, <laughs> until Anthony Kennedy retires or someone else on the court retires. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Yes. Well, Kennedy is both a champion of, of gay rights and a champion of free speech. He wrote the Supreme Court's decision back in 2015, legalizing same-sex marriage nationwide. So he will be a justice to watch. Uh, thanks very much to Eric Siegel, professor at Georgia State University College of Law. Coming up on Bloomberg Law, the Supreme Court has never said a voting map is so partisan that it violates the Constitution, but now it has a Wisconsin case that will give it a chance to say that for the first time, perhaps if Anthony Kennedy goes along with that. That's coming up on Bloomberg Law, and we'll talk about the rest of the Supreme Court ter term. In a moment, you're listening to Bloomberg Law. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg. 